This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Speaking of gigs, we were just having to talk about people changing their jobs and speaking with uh, Indeed Canada and saying, you know, when you take a look at the job postings that we're seeing now, we're seeing a lot more mention of hybrid setups or remote work setups where you're doing at least part of your job from home. Still going in the office for some of it, maybe some people not going in at all. Uh, throughout this entire pandemic, I have, I guess, thinking about it, been doing a hybrid. I, I've been coming into the building every single day to do my show. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people did their shows from home. Um, I've been coming in every single day, but that's about it. You know, I come in uh, before the show to do some prep work, hit the air. As soon as the show is done, I get out of here. And, and most of my prep work is done the night before from home. So I am working at home. Um, now, what about that has been a problem for me? Not much, but I know a lot of people I've talked to so many people. It's sort of like that line between work and home has been blurred, right? And it's sort of, now you're always on call. Now, the Ontario government has come up with a proposal for some legislation that would force employers to develop some kind of company policy that makes sure that employees can get away from the office. Hang up the do not disturb sign, if you will. Uh, and it's something that people are saying, yeah, this has to be done. So let's get some insight onto what's going on and why it's important. Uh, we're going to chat with Dr. Linda Duxbury now, who is a management professor at Carleton University. Uh, doctor, thanks so much for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. Not a problem. So, I mean, obviously this is a response to the fact that so many people have seen their work-life balance change, and now they're working from home, and that line's getting blurry, right? I mean, it's just responding to the times. So, to be, to be honest, that line has been blurred for decades, okay? True, true. The minute <laughs> we started, you know, let's not blame everything on COVID. So, the reality is, inter- the email came along, uh, and now we've got it on our phones, too. Yes. So, we are available 24-7, okay? And the push from the part of employers was, you know, because I can reach you 24-7, I'm going to, and I'm going to expect you to answer me, and I'm going to view and probably likely promote the people who are always responding to me, evenings, weekends, etc., who basically put me first, and I'm going to view those who try to have a life and try to have a balance less favorably. So this has been going on, I mean, I've been doing research on this for way too long, and I've got papers on this that go back a decade ago, you know, so, but COVID has made it worse. And I think, so the Ontario government, kudos for them to recognize that people are struggling right now. Mm -hmm. Like people are really struggling. Mental health, we haven't had these kind of issues. But to actually what what uh, those of us who study it and work in the area know that what makes a difference is giving people the perception of some kind of control. So I got my government saying to me, hey, you're not allowed anymore to, you know, do your choice when you want to clean up your emails. 
for a lot of people, they want to have their meals with their kids, yep. watch a TV show, and then they want to do it after hours. And I don't know that putting a law on is going to make life better for them. I mean, because even if the law is there or not, I think you're right. There's this unspoken pressure that we feel, right? I mean, it's whether the law is there or not, you're still going to skirt the law. I mean, I've worked in union shops where the union heads are telling people, you got to stop answering emails. You can't do this anymore. You're not getting Mm -hmm. paid. Stop it. People keep doing it because they feel they have to. You know, my, my dad... You know, he, he, he died at 98, but he was in, he said to me, Linda, people walk all over you. Whose fault is it? Yours for lying there, theirs for walking. You know, do we really need this legislation or can people, you know, actually display a little bit of spine and say, I'm not going to do yeah. it? What we do know is the more you answer, outside of regular office hours, the more people email you outside of office hours. But if they go, oh, Linda, she's not going to, she's not going to answer on the weekend. So I'm not going to try her. I'm going to try Bob, who I know will be back at me in five minutes. So, you know, we have, in some ways, it's uh, our company. and some ways, it's our employer and our manager, but some ways it's us. And so, you know, we need to take a look. We need to say, if you want balance, you've got to start actually managing accordingly. And, you know, I, I like the Globe Mail said, oh, this, this whole people aren't going to quit in Canada. It's not going to be the same as in the United States. Yeah. Oh, they are so. And, um, you know, what we have to do is start treating people a little bit better and people have to start pushing back. It, it's a combination thing. Um, it is a combination thing. Where does it start? Who needs to go first? I mean, because I think if you're an employee, you feel that's a risk to sit down to your boss and say, hey, you know what? Don't bother me after four o'clock. I'm done for the day. You can't say that to your boss. <laughs> Why can't you? <laughs> because the guy next to you won't, and now he's the favorite. Um, but, uh, you know, the problem also is, as I, as I was saying, you know, we have gotten rid of clerical admin secretarial support work. Yep. We've dumped all of this communication task onto our people who used to have people to do that. So the reality is workload has gone way up because we actually have an additional set of tasks, which is managing our email, on top of all the other stuff that we have to do. And so, you know, a lot of our stuff is focusing on, is it really urgent? And a lot of times we answer things. If we just took a deep breath, ignored it for an hour, it would go away. You know, same with emails from your boss. If you keep supporting that kind of thing, I would have to say that your boss, you know, we're at a pretty critical point. So one of my areas that I study is managing change. We've just gone through COVID. Massive disruption. Disrupted everything, including many of the rules of work. Yeah. All right? And so if you're ever going to push back, now's the time. Great question from one of our listeners. Have you noticed a change in terms of generations? Like, my kid has just started working, and sometimes he'll get a text from the boss saying, hey, come pick up a shift today. And he's like, eh, I don't know if I want to. And for me, that's, that's <laughs> and, and insanity. And we, 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 we kiss, gay. Okay? We go, what is wrong with them? And uh, I go, yeah, like, are you crazy? Oh, got it right. What's wrong with us? 
So they're doing a better job of this than we are. To me, that still seems like something you're, you're out of your mind. Somebody asks you to work, you work. You know, but if they ask you, re, in a, a re, if, the, if the demand is reasonable, yes, you should. Okay? But if the demand is not reasonable, you shouldn't. You know, I mean, if, if they're expecting you to work on the weekend, because the example you gave me, pick up an extra shift. Yeah. You shouldn't feel pressure to do it. An extra shift. Are they showing up when they're supposed to show up? Sure. Has their employer got enough people to do the work <laughs> is the question you should be asking. Because if I'm continually having to pick up extra shift, pick up extra shift, come in in the evening, you know, that's part of the issue we've got for nurses right now. You know, it's, it's interesting. Everybody's like, oh, my God, when did this happen with nurses? This has been going on for quite a while, and now we're finding that you can only push people so far. When they get exhausted, they don't show up. So all these extra shifts, you know, where is the point of diminishing returns? Interesting, because I told him, you know what, when they call you for the extra shift, that's because you're the one they want there. And if you say no enough times, they're going to move on to somebody else. And then when it's time for a promotion, that's the guy. I mean, basically saying yes or no to that one shift is a big, big deal. You're saying, no, it's not. It's, it's just a shift. As long as you're meeting the job, you're meeting the job. That's what I would say. And I would say if they're constantly calling people to pick up extra shifts, do they have enough trained staff? That's what I would say. Interesting. Okay. So stand up for yourself is the bottom line here. You don't need a government to bring in legislation. Just don't answer your phone, right? Well, no. I, you're, you're also right. Like, you're right and you're not right. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not simple here. No, it's not. But there are a lot of bosses who are quite abusive. There are a lot of companies who, you know, are in fact only delivering because they expect people they're only they're getting their profitability by having an expectation that everybody will deliver 130 yeah. 140% and that's not reasonable either but what i would suggest is especially if you're in a position where your skill set is in demand recognize that now is the time to walk and look interesting you know, have a yeah. discussion first but if they don't give you what you want, shop around. You know, I, I, you know I, I know this sounds pretty radical, but we're <laughs> at a point where labor markets, I find it very interesting. You know, restaurants, we can't get people, bus drivers, we can't get bus drivers. You've got to look at working conditions. You've got to look at expectations. You've got to look at how you treat your people. And it's pretty interesting. Most of the research that's coming out here right, out right now is saying, you know, you can't buy love. It's not about money. It's about respect. It's about how you treat people. It's whether you listen to people. Money's nice, but you think about it. In a lot of jobs, if money keeps them, you're just renting them and somebody can rent Fair them enough. more. <laughs> Great point. Awesome stuff. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it, Linda. <laughs> okay, thanks. You'll probably get a lot of calls on this. Oh, we will. Okay. We're getting them already. You bet. <laughs> thanks, Linda. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. That's Dr. Linda Duxbury, the management professor at Carleton University. And yeah, I mean, I'm surprised by some of the things that she said, and, and so are you. Uh, this listener says, Shay, I have the same reaction as you. I always tell my kids, they call, you go. My wife is the same. And um, I, 
that I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it is a generational thing. And thank you to the listener. I don't think we have a name on that one um, who suggested that question because it really is a good question. Um, and I don't know. Growing up, especially getting into, I mean, it, it, when when I started this career, they drilled it into us at school. When you're asked to do something, there's one word you cannot say, and that word is no. Even if you don't know how to do it, you say yes and then figure out how to do it. If you're asked to do this, you do it. Um, And attitude is what will keep you employed and help you to advance in the career. And I think that has changed somewhat in different generations. They're a little more selective about where they're going to work and when they're going to work, and they have different priorities and things like that. And obviously that's healthy in some ways. But long-term for me, it's just, it's absolutely the opposite of the way that I was when I was that age. It was, that's what you do. You want to be the guy that they call. When they call and say, hey, we got a shift or we need help, that you want them calling you and then you want to make them look good for calling you. You want to be the reliable one. You want to be the one they turn to. Kids these days, at least my kids, not necessarily carrying over that attitude. It's sort of like, yeah, if, if I've got nothing else to do, and sometimes even when I do have nothing else to do, I don't feel like working. I worked yesterday. 